Welcome to Finest Work Songs. My name is Matt. My name is also Matt. After our fun fest that was We Are the World, <laughs> we decided to keep the party going. I haven't slept in a Fiesta. week. Forever. Forever. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Man. We have a new segment that we start with, Matt. What is that? Yes, we're excited to once again have our Kenny Gmail segment. Kenny Gmail is our opportunity to read fan mail that's come in through our email account, findusworksongs at gmail.com. And as you're going to see, there is a lot of heartfelt emotion yep. and care for not mm-hmm. only us as hosts, but for other Finest Work fans. The human man and woman. This first uh, Kenny Gmail email comes from Marissa Sherlock Steffen. I wonder if there's any relation. To Sherlock Holmes? Yeah. Or Stefan? Stefan, yeah. Dave Matthews Band? Sure. <laughs> Marissa writes, can you help me with the snippet for Nigeria as the code is not working on my site? Ooh. Ooh. Good question, Marissa. Well, which episode was that in relation to? Um, I, I think that... it was from the Connells. Oh, our Fun and Games episode. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. So a lot of Nigerian fans. Tons. You know, 74, 75, their hit was Massive. not just throughout Europe, but worldwide. Especially Nigeria. Yeah. I wonder what she needs a code for. I mean, it seems legit. Well, what is her site? See, the site is filmkavasi.org. That's F-I-L-M. For all you listening in your cars or at home. You know, not, don't, don't write this down in your car. You know, pull over before you write that, this down. F-I-L-M-K-O-V-A-S-I.org. Well, it's a dot .org. Well, so that's I just legit. clicked on it. Oh, yeah. good. Oh, where'd, my, where'd all my stuff on my computer go? It said there's an error. And I see the word security. Yeah. So I'm going to click back. Yeah. She, yeah. I mean, <laughs> something is wrong with it. It's probably because she doesn't have to snip it for Nigeria. Yeah. Dang. Okay. Sorry we can't help. But if there are any coders out there, yeah, maybe I'm you sure could help are. out uh, Marissa Sherlock Stefan. Yeah. She needs help. Good luck. Our second email comes from Little Scotty. Dear Kenny, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. I hope you still enjoy saxophone. I wanted to ask since COVID began, I know a lot of musicians have drastically reduced the number of concerts they are playing. Has this happened to you too? How many elevators are you playing now compared to before COVID? <laughs> I have to go now and feed my fish, Finny G. Thanks, Little Scotty. Oh, so he, Little Scotty thought it was Kenny G. Yeah. Okay. Which, I mean, okay. Uh, easy mistake. That's our fault. That is our that's fault. On that's, on, us, that's on us. Little Scotty. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> so, about that. Yep. A lot of musicians have taken to doing things to encourage others. Mm-hmm. I imagine that he just rides the elevator in his penthouse sure with just, his sax just keeps playing yeah just playing all, all night, all night long. long yep thanks little scotty for sending that in it's another fun field kenny gmail we had so much fun with we are the world it struck us the other night how great would it be to do an album of every single person who sang on we are the world that's right in the order that they sang yeah here we go so naturally <laughs> We start with Lionel Richie. Yep. And can't slow down. Is it Paul Simon there? We haven't done Stevie Wonder. That's right. He's second. So Stay we're tuned. doing uh, his like 1980 masterpiece <laughs> right. where he wrote songs apparently that plants grow to or something. Nice. Have you heard about this? I'm not. Not a high point. I guess not. For today, we are really excited because we got a classic. Matt, what is the album that we're covering today? Today we're going to be talking about Lionel Richie's Can't Slow Down. Before we get into the music, let's start with the memories. Sure. What is your memory of Lionel Richie's Can't Slow Down? When this album was at its peak, I mean, you really did talk about 
Lionel Richie in the same breath as Michael Jackson. Then there came a time where, you know, Lionel Richie didn't release music for a long time. And I think it had to do with divorce proceedings and he mm-hmm. did his, you know, he didn't want to drama. Yeah. He didn't want his ex-wife to get the royalties and all this stuff or to beat him up again. Yeah. Right. There's that. Apparently that happened. Yep. You know, he kind of fell out of my conscience for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. My freshman year of college, which is when you do a lot of exploring of music, you're you know. free from the shackles of oh, your parents yeah. and you can just go out and experience new things and, yep. and listen to new stuff, whatever you want. I mean, the world is your yeah. audio oyster. I went out and bought Lionel Richie's greatest hits. <laughs> I'm not lying. We cranked it in our dorm room. All night long. All night long. Yeah. I mean, granted, it had Commodore stuff on it, too. Naturally. Yeah. And it kind of reintroduced Lionel Richie to me and probably lots of people who happened to be walking by our dorm room at yeah. that time. You know, it's funny. I know a younger state grad, Ted Yap, yep. and I remember him talking about cranking some oh. Lionel Richie all oh, the time. I'm, all night long, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so maybe it's like passed down oh, yeah. from dudes at state. <laughs> it has to be. Because <laughs> yeah, when you think of you know, college guys listening to music, yeah. it's Lionel Richie. That's right. There's a point in, in my life where I was really back into Lionel Richie. So. There you go. Yep. How about you? What's your memory of Lionel Richie or Can't Slow Down? Matt, a few years back, I was a sports agent. <laughs> I was really successful. I was chasing the dream, mm-hmm. making so much bank. Coin. Until one night I got this crazy fever dream type mm-hmm. thing, and I, and I wrote it all out. I think it's brilliant. I go to an all-night print place, print it out, mm-hmm. and I have it sent. But just to make sure, I sent a mass email to everybody as well. I wanted to make sure that my thoughts were in their inbox first mm-hmm. thing in the morning. And this dream was about, it's not about the money. It's about caring for people, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So then I woke up and realized, oh, man, that's not what it's about at all. So anyway, I go into the office the next day. Everybody's looking at me funny. I got to lunch with the guy that I had trained up. He said, I can't believe you did that. And I was like, what? Write this manifesto about it being all about the people? And he said, no, send a mass email to everybody in the company. You know our company has a strict no mass email policy. Mm. And so I got fired. So I'm on my way out. I'm all, who's with me? You know, and they're like, with what? Getting fired? And I'm like, no, with with what I'm all about. They're like, mass emails? Nobody's all about that. <laughs> and then this lady came back from the bathroom or coffee break or something. And, you know, I was like, you, come with me. Everybody's like, no, don't do it. You know, <laughs> but uh, I fooled her into coming with me and, you know, said, we're going to start this new business. Prepare mass email. She's like, that didn't work so well last time. And that guy I had trained up, he told all of my clients, he's going to be sending mass emails to all of you. <laughs> He even called the top QB prospect and he said, man, you don't want to be on a mass email. Jerry Maguire is going to be emailing you every day. These mass emails, they're going to say that you're not lucky if you don't pass this on. And they're going to be like forwards about like cats and money offers from Nigerian princes. He's like, man, the guy doesn't know even how to communicate. Mm. And so I lost all my clients. I found one client who was really looking for person to person interaction. Mm -hmm. And because I had no one else. You could devote that time and attention to him. Sure. And we went on quite a journey because I learned about what it meant to really care for people. Mm -hmm. And then also this woman that had come along with me, I started falling for her. Mm -hmm. At the same time that I'm learning about what it means to care for, you know, a client, I'm also learning about what it means to care for a woman. As we're starting this company, I'm trying to find clients. Me and the woman who left, we got into a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, I think she loves me. I'm not sure. I'm not really good at treating women right. You know, I'm just trying to figure out my business. Mm -hmm. So an epiphany came to me at this game where my client, my one client 
got hurt and I realized that I didn't care about the money. I really cared about him and his family. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that I really was in love with this woman. And so after treating her poorly, I'm going to hop on a plane. I'm going to go tell her how I feel. Mm-hmm. She opens the door. I'm like, hello. And then I go into this whole big thing. I'm like, you complete me. And then she's like, you had me at hello. I did. She's like, no, not you. Move out of the way. <laughs> Lionel Richie. Whoa. Was behind me. No way. And he was like, hello, is it me you're looking for? Dang. And she's like, get out of the way, Jerry. And so anyway, she and Lionel got together. Yeah. I'm pretty upset about this relationship, but gosh, that's a good song. Yeah, you can't deny that. Yeah. And he said, you've never heard my album, Can't Slow Down? <laughs> and he pulled out a copy and gave it to me. Oh, he just keeps them on his person? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah. Man. So that's how we first heard about this album. What year was this again? <laughs> I don't know. 90s. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> Man. But I do have a question for you. Kind of random. Did you know the human head weighs eight pounds? <laughs> no, I didn't know yeah. that. Did you know that bees and dogs can smell fear? <laughs> these are interesting yeah. facts. Yeah, Where I mean, did you get I, these? I, they just come to me randomly sometimes. Yeah. So. yeah. Man, Lionel himself. Lionel. Upstage. The man. Yeah. You know, can't deny Lionel. So today we are talking about Lionel Brockman Richie Jr. <laughs> he probably had a mustache when he was six. Oh my gosh, yeah. 80s was a good decade oh, for man. mustaches. Yep. Tom Selleck. Mm-hmm. Burt Reynolds. Lionel Richie. Lots mm. of mustaches. Mm. We just named three. All right, so Lionel Richie, he's from Tuskegee, Alabama. He went to the Tuskegee Institute. Mm-hmm. He got a tennis scholarship, and he was even considering becoming a priest in the Episcopal Church. Wow. Music stepped in. Mm-hmm. He and some other guys formed the Commodores. Okay. I'm not into these bands who are like putting ads in the paper. Seeking fame. Yeah. Yeah. I love these stories. Yeah. Like REM, they mm-hmm. found each other in this college town. The Commodores, you know, they, they're all students from two bands that came together and formed this incredible group, the mm-hmm. Commodores. They make it big. They're opening for the Jackson 5. And then they just hit huge in the sort of like mid-70s. Funk R and B, disco esque yep. style that was huge at that time. I mean, these guys did Brick House. Yep. Lionel sings Easy, mm-hmm. Three Times a Lady. I mean, it makes not- sense that a band called the Commodores would do a, a song called Sail On. <laughs> That's right, on the nose. Yep. Anyway, Commodores are huge. I mean, even today, you go to a wedding, I guarantee you're hearing Brick House and Lionel's on backing vocals. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had two lead singers. But Lionel, he was a star, and he decides to set out on his own. I can't hold this mustache back from the world. Yeah, so he leaves Commodores, and his debut solo album, Lionel Richie, sold over 4 million copies. Doing pretty well. Yeah, not bad. No. They're showing him the money. In that first album, he still sounds like the Commodores. Mm -hmm. Music industry is, is changing. If you're trying to move into the pop market, you have to have a wider appeal. And so he's looking to people like Michael Jackson. Yeah. Clearly. Yes. As we'll see. Right. With this first song. And Kenny Rogers. And Kenny Rogers. Oh, yeah. He wrote freaking Lady. Yeah. For Kenny Rogers. I never knew that. It's insane. So the guy has talent across genres. Mm-hmm. After Thriller comes out, he's got a blueprint. He knows that with this second album, he has to have more of a pop sensibility. He's got to leave the Commodores behind fully mm-hmm. and really get on the charts. So it starts with the title track, Can't Slow Down. Want to be starting something. Exactly. Want to be starting something. God. <laughs> Vincent Price comes in and he's like, oh Ooh, no, night. Oh. oh, they're like, no, 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 no. Vincent Price. 
and Michael Winslow are just wandering around the halls of the studio. They're like, oh, I hear another person. Oh, yes. <laughs> they need us back. A thriller. <laughs> It immediately reminds me of Michael Jackson. Yes. And want to be starting something. Big time. Thriller. I mean, yeah. fill in the blank. Your early 80s, Michael Jackson. Yeah, the influence is clear. Thriller, that's that's the new high watermark. Mm-hmm. When you are trying to combine pop and R&B. Dance. And, yeah. yeah. And Lionel Richie, he's got to step up his game. He's going for it. Yeah. It worked with Thriller, so yep. let's take that formula. Verbatim. Verbatim. <laughs> Hey, uh, I just need to borrow some tapes in here. They're like, what tapes? The master tapes. I'll be right back. This song was not a single. Mm-hmm. Rightly so. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fine. Yeah. What it does is if you were a Lionel Richie fan and he had sold 4 million albums mm-hmm. and you go get this album, you immediately hear something different. Yep. And it's something familiar and it's something that you like because everybody likes Thriller. <laughs> especially at that time yeah and so you know it does the job it sets the table yeah it's not a good song though it's pretty forgettable yeah all in all it tells you that this is a a a different lionel richie and so you say "Ooh, i want to know more and you're gonna get more oh yeah because what's coming up next is this insomniac (laughs) (laughs) that's michael winslow it is (laughs) from the hallway (laughs) they wouldn't let him in lock the door doesn't sound like an Alabama accent. No, it does not. <laughs> Could somebody get away with that today? Just that, that copping an island accent? No, there, Lionel does quite a bit of appropriation. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. noticed with this album. <laughs> Country. Tropical. Yeah. All right, let's let's fast forward a little bit because oh, yes, the party's just getting started. Oh yeah, he's got the he's got the party going. Then yeah. they get to this bridge. No, you can't. <laughs> They're like, uh, that's Transylvanian. <laughs> I love the fact that he tried to you know, really 
dive into like Caribbean heritage and find like a really sincere yes. phrase and some verbiage that means a lot. He did the work. He brought in like a translator. He like yep. he went to like the library and like was pouring <laughs> through books of like Caribbean history and <laughs> language and etymology and I don't know what it means, but I'm sure it's really uh, beautiful Caribbean poetry or something. Matt, what actually? Yeah, Lionel Richie has admitted that those quote-unquote African lyrics in the yeah. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tamboli de se de moya. Yeah. Uh, What's it mean? What's it mean? He describes it as a wonderful joke. Oh, man. <laughs> he wrote those sounds because he didn't have time to hire a translator. <laughs> Which he says that, but there were 50 people involved in this album. I'm not exaggerating. Oh, yeah. The personnel in this album is insane. You're telling me you didn't have the budget or the time? To call someone? <laughs> yeah. The first one at least sounds African, yeah. but Jumbo Jumbo? <laughs> Come I mean, on, Lionel. You're telling me there's not like a college or a university yeah. within 50 miles of anywhere where he would have recorded this album? Yeah. Even when he sings Karamu, mm-hmm. he's like, Karamu, Fiesta. Yeah. Like, Karamu is a Swahili word. Right. And so he got some of it yeah. right, but he's like, hey, I need to hire somebody to give me the Swahili word for banquet they're like anything else i'll take it from here <laughs> once i get the feel for it i'm sure it's gonna be fine yeah i'm sure i'm sure no problem gosh but if you've ever been to a wedding you've heard this song this one's been played too i mean it's a long song long a long long song well it's what how long is that sunset today <laughs> well that's true Cause... that's a good point yeah. <laughs> actually have you seen the video by rhett and link do you know who they are? I know. Yeah, I know. You Red should. Red. They're yeah, in some Red. state grads, Red League, right? Yes. Really funny dudes. Actually, also from Harnett County, North Carolina. Are they? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I hear you over there, Harnett County. <laughs> they got a portable speaker and microphones mm-hmm. and played and sang along to All Night Long, All Night Long. <laughs> <laughs> it's on YouTube. They have the whole 11 hours fantastic. on YouTube. And they have a shorter version that you can watch where they fast forward yeah. to different parts. But you see them, it's scrubbing. You see them, they're not skipping. You see yeah. that they're walking along the boardwalk and everything. Oh my gosh. It's 158 consecutive performances. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. And that shows, you can't deny yeah. Lionel Richie. You remember the video for this? Uh, yeah. So you know there are like three things I always r- try to pull every episode back to. North Carolina. Yes. Some sort of war. So we did that. Yep. With Rhett and Link. Yep, sure. Um, and another one is The Monkees. Yes. And Mike Nesmith of The Monkees produced the All Night Long video. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know he produced videos. Yeah, well, so he, he actually gets credit for being one of the early pioneers of music video before MTV even came Well, along. basically, like, the, the show Monkees at was times a music was video. a music video, <laughs> right. yeah. So, yeah. Gosh, you love The Monkees so much. I do love The Monkees. Yeah. So there's a chorus throughout. I had know. noticed. <laughs> It's not just, yeah. It's subtle. Yeah. Uh, you know who's in that course? No. Singing the backing vocals? Richard Marks. Whatever. Really? Yep. He sings backing vocals on this album several times. Nice. I love these connections of God. artists who are coming up, you know? Yeah. And Marks. also, I have one one day that I can't wait to drop on you. Oh, yeah? I'm not even going to say anything, but there's just one connection okay. that's going to blow your mind. Sweet. So this is released late August of 1983. Okay. And they played it at the closing ceremonies of the Summer Olympics. So less than a year yeah. later, mm-hmm. it was so huge. You would think that they would book artists well in advance sure, and have everything planned out. But they're like, man, you, we gotta get Lionel. you can't deny Mm-mm. all night long. Nope. 
So one thing I looked up, Matt, was mm-hmm. who has covered Lionel Richie's songs? Okay. There's not a lot. No, there really isn't. Which surprised me because mm-hmm. they're catchy, they're good. And I wonder if there's a feeling of like, what are you going to cover? Hello? Who are you? Right. <laughs> you know? Right, right. What are you going to cover all night long? Why? You can't improve upon perfection. Yeah. Except there is somebody who used all night long mm-hmm. to get a hit. And that is Enrique Iglesias oh. featuring Pitbull. Oh, So the chords of all night long. They have to tell you, hey, this isn't Lionel Richie. No, it sounds like it. Do not misunderstand this. Gosh, <laughs> this thing's filthy. I'll fast forward a little bit. Okay. That's Lionel. There it is. Well, that's a recording of him. <laughs> Did they make up some fake Spanish at the beginning of that, too? <laughs> Probably. In, in honor of Lionel. Does Pitbull start every song with his name? I think it's in his contract. I mean, I know that artists will say their name, but yeah. it's like, that's always the first thing out of his mouth. Yep. Pitbull. The brand is strong. Next song that we are going to cover is the fourth single mm-hmm. released in May of 1984. So at this point, the album is a juggernaut. Mm-hmm. You've had Caribbean Dance. Mm-hmm. You've got your rock-infused song yep. that we're going to cover later. Mm-hmm. You've got your slow ballad, Hello. Yep. And so naturally, he's got to follow up with a country too. Yeah, sure. I'm stuck on you. I've got this feeling down deep in my soul that I just can't lose. Guess I'm on my way. Needing a friend. And the way I feel now, I guess I'll be with you till the end. Guess I'm on my way. Mighty glad you stayed. Man, that double guitar. Oh, yeah. I'm stuck on you. I've been a fool too long. I guess it's time for me to come on home. Guess I'm on my way. Here comes the harmony. With himself? Yes. Just so good. Guess I'm on my way. Mighty glad you stay.
Man, I could play this whole song. I love it so much. It's, it's such a guilty pleasure. Of the whole album, this is the song that I want to listen to the most. Really? Yeah. I like all that. night long, great, fun, party. Yeah. I hear it once and I'm like, good. And hello, Hello's, as we're going to get to, yeah. is like, it's fun because I remember it. But I really enjoy this song. I'm kind of surprised the song didn't chart. At least I don't think it did. Yeah, it did. Oh, on the country chart. It did. Did it? It went to number 24 on the country chart. Okay. Oh, yeah, there it is. Okay, I see it now. Yeah. It was at the bottom. So it's at number three on the regular chart. Right. It tops the adult contemporary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it's at number 24 on the country chart. He mentions a train in the yeah. song. He's wearing a cowboy hat on the cover for the single oh yeah they weren't trying to hide no. they knew this was a country song like if somebody was like hey lionel why'd you write a country song he's not like what it's not a country it's not song. country <laughs> he's like yeah this is i mean it speaks to his talent yeah he started with the commodores he not only sang but he played sax mm-hmm. and keyboards i mean he produced both his debut album and this album so i mean the guy is just can write and, and produce anything. And we already mentioned, I mean, he writes Lady for Kenny Rogers. One thing I noticed about Lady that made me laugh, think about how many times that Lionel Richie addresses women in his songs. He's always addressing women in his songs. He does that like Pitbull mentions his name yeah, in songs. Yeah, that's Lionel's thing. He's like, I need another idea for a song. Uh, female person. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't. I mean, was it a, a guitar riff? Oh yeah, it's so simple, but so catchy. Oh, Those man. are the best riffs. Oh yeah, and then they double it. Yeah, up an octave. Yep. Oh, that makes it. I'm in. <laughs> And then he harmonizes with himself. I'm so in. Oh, man. Did you know that there's a later version of this, Matt? No, I did not. And it makes so much sense when you think about this being a country song. So Lionel starts it out just like normal. Sounds like the same old song. All right, so we fast forward a little bit. And so so far it sounds like the same old song. Except you hear a little pedal steel in the background. But then verse two comes in. Okay. Tell me if you know who this is. Stuck on you. Of course. But what I love about this is because it's Darius, Lionel gets to jump into the harmony immediately. Yeah. So it's so it's so good. That's awesome. Yeah. And Lionel's harmony, I almost I, I like this version in a way better because I love Darius yeah. singing it, and yeah. I just want to hear Lionel do that harmony. Oh man! <laughs> yeah. 
I'm glad I stayed for this too. All right, let's see what they do in the bridge here. That's good. Yeah. I want to hear the end of the bridge. Only want to be stuck on you. <laughs> Is that the other Hootie guys in the backing band? Probably. Lionel wandered in the studio. What you guys doing? Recording Cracked Rear View? <laughs> not anymore, you're not. <laughs> you're doing Cracked Rear Stuck on You. <laughs> That's awesome. I never thought that a duet would make me so happy, but that mm-hmm. one really does. You're pretty stuck on My it. kids are getting sick of me singing it. Every oh, time really? I walk around the house, I just can't stop singing it. And, but my wife's great. She doesn't question anything. She just jumps in with the harmony. Oh, good. Yep. She knows. So it's definitely one of the songs that like, immediately put you in a good mood yeah Yeah. at the heart of it isn't that what music's for let's talk about that for a minute because a lot of times some of the critics scorned lionel Mm richie you know you're soft you're middle brow well um, i'm sure there were also probably some like purists who it probably felt like he should never have left the commodores you get that sort of outcry when when someone leaves like that as we'll see even with the next song this it's not a denial that he's chasing that formula that Mm -hmm. michael jackson had Mm -hmm. right but what Lionel Richie said, and this is a quote from 1984, a group of people out there who, in this day and age, just want to be left alone. They think the world is going a bit too fast. Those are the people I want to sell to. So he even said he's not trying to sell to the East Coast or West Coast. He's trying to sell to the middle. Yeah. That was his lane. Yeah. He said, I can do these ballads. Mm-hmm. I can do songs that make people feel good. I can do country. What do you need? Yeah. I gotcha. <laughs> That's also, I think, why... At the time, mm-hmm. 1984, we would have been saying like Michael Jackson, Prince, Lionel Richie, Madonna, yeah. all of these names. Mm-hmm. But now when we talk about it, we don't really bring up his name yeah. as prominently. Right. It didn't last yeah. to the degree. And that's, I think, because Michael Jackson went on to do bad. Yeah. Prince went on from Purple Rain to do everything. Yeah. The uh, Batman soundtrack, hello. <laughs> if only that, then we would be singing his praise. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, those people you mentioned, they also all kind of reinvented themselves as they went along. I yeah. mean, Madonna changed up her sound. Prince did everything under the sun. Lionel, like you said, he had his lane. And my wife is a few years younger than me. And, and so you know, she was too young for peak Lionel Richie. And when we were talking about this album, she was like, gosh, I don't know if I know many of these songs and i'm like oh you know these songs yeah like everyone knows these songs as i'm as i'm telling her the song yeah, all night long hello you're stuck on and it's like oh my god yeah like i had no idea i mean and you know again we talk about the fact that you know he stopped doing music or stopped releasing music for like a decade yeah which completely takes him out of the public eye while yeah while prince and madonna and michael jackson and everyone else still keep going on and on and others come in behind them and the industry changes styles change and so you know, you've got this like gap where there's no lionel richie for quite a while so it makes sense that one you add in that it's probably safer music than those other people mm-hmm. so it's a little bit less impactful in the long run you just didn't hear anything from Lionel Richie for a long time. Yeah. It makes sense that you he's not lumped in quite the same as 
those guys. It sold 20 million albums. Right. 15 million were sold by 1986. Wow. That tells you it was so big in the moment, yep. but not as big beyond that. He then you know, is asked to co-write We Are the World with Michael Jackson. He was it. He's on top of the world. Yeah. 1985 Grammy Awards. Yep. He wins Album of the Year. Do you remember who he's up against? Purple Rain. Yep. Roger Nelson's Purple Rain. Yes, that's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, born in the USA. Yeah. When I think back, I think that was the biggest thing ever. Right. Uh, Tina Turner's Private Dancer mm-hmm. and Cindy Lauper's She's So Unusual. Yeah. Now you might look back and be like, oh, Tina Turner, that would never win. Tina was... That was massive. Yeah. And Cindy Lauper was everywhere. She was like the hot new thing yeah. still and... This album only has eight songs on it. The whole entire year of 1984, this was on the top 10, the whole album. Next track is the second single. So he's done country. Yep. Soulful we, ballads. And Caribbean. Yep. Carib- <laughs> I mean, yep. <laughs> what is left? I mean, he's done jazz on this one a yeah. little bit. The only logical place Come to on. go is this one. And this is Running With The Night. And I'm going to jump right into the course so that we can hear the guitar solo because that let's be honest is the most important part (laughs) yeah that's really what (laughs) oh man so good no no no, just play one note (laughs) yeah that really is we don't want any fills Was Toto on every album? Seriously. Man, that song is so hard panned. Like, there's one keyboard in your left ear yeah. just screeching. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> Matt, this is where he goes too far. Yeah. He's taken the whole Michael Jackson formula mm-hmm. way too far. Oh, let's see. Can we, can we get uh, Eddie Van Halen to do the guitar solo? Nope. I mean, it really is like McDowell's from Coming to America. <laughs> right. You know, it's like you got McDonald's. That's the A <laughs> yeah. standard. And then you've got... Lionel's the, has no sesame seeds on his bun. That's right. And he gets... What's the guy's name? Steve... Steve Lukather. Lukather. And yeah. I love the story. Oh, my gosh. That. This is an interview with Steve Lukather. Of Toto. Recently with a guitar magazine sure they are fawning over him they're asking what kind of delay pedal he uses they're asking about his guitars i mean it is a guitarist dream right it is steve lukather's dream this interview Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and so then they're asking him just stories and everything it's the longest interview and so this is where it comes from he says he came in he sat down he plugged in and he says okay let me hear the tune so he's never heard this song before says they play the tune and i just start noodling to it i noodle through the whole song to get a feel for it and learn the arrangement and then i say okay i think i've got a handle on it let me do one lionel goes you just did one that's it (laughs) i so wanted that story to be like the reverse where like he's playing it and then the engineer lionel goes all right we're ready for the take and he's like i just did the take yeah like throws the guitar (laughs) to the and just like walks out the door i love these stories of lore they're always extreme so in this this guitar magazine interview Mm -hmm. was the whole thing like building up because they wanted to ask him about the solo it it sounded like it yeah oh yeah yeah, all all that stuff about your stacks and all that's all nice right yeah your life on the road whatever tell us about running with the night yeah and he begins saying 
I think it was his answer to beat it. I guess he heard me and Eddie Van Halen on beat it. Oh, he played on beat it. What? Yeah, see, I th- yeah, see, the Toto guys were like the backing band, I think, for a lot of... Here's a guitar magazine. Apparently, he's recorded tracks on more than 1,500 albums. <laughs> Good grief. He lives at the studio with mm. Michael Winslow. <laughs> so funny, these stories, whether it's about oh, a producer yeah. or, you know, it's like everybody walks around just throwing down... Ultimatums. Ultimatums, yeah. yeah. Everybody speaks in ultimatums in the studio. <laughs> you're gonna do it this way i just did it all right so matt we could look at this album and we've got highs and we've got lows sure you know what are you doing with all night long it's this caribbean thing it's good but like you know and then you're doing this country song you're doing this kind of rock song where it just sounds like you're trying to do beat it Mm -hmm. but you can't deny this closing track and you also can't deny the video that came with it y'all you've heard this song and if you haven't you're going to hear it in a different way because matt and i are actually going to play the video so that we can let you know what's happening and if you haven't seen this video buckle up <clears throat> buckle up and down hmm? <laughs> imagine if you will Lionel Richie is a drama teacher a drama professor drama pro- yeah oh, sorry, we, got, drama we gotta professor. make sure yeah this is not high school no <laughs> don't play I yes. don't know that it would make it better no not really just slightly better yeah, so it opens up there in the classroom. Mm-hmm. I've been in that classroom yep. before. <laughs> Listen up, everybody. So the music stops. Billy Boy yep. has been in prison for Billy 25 Boy. years. Yeah. He's only been out for three days. The last time you were a free man, the Brooklyn Dodgers were still the Brooklyn Dodgers, and Eisenhower was your president. He's given the actors their assignments. Yep. For yep. improv. Yeah, here's the music. All right, the song's starting. Yep. Billy Boy, ask Amanda. Oh, oh, where'd it go? So this is an improv that they're doing. Lionel steps back. Go to the Paramount, maybe. (laughs) There is no more Brooklyn Paramount. It's been taken over by some college. Or the Albi. All right, here comes the song. (laughs) Yep. That's gone, too. So she's blind. We haven't told you that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And we don't really find this out until she's like... Leaving the classroom. But his first line to this student is, I've been alone with you inside my mind, and in my dreams I've kissed your lips a thousand times. This is so creepy. Sting thinks this is creepy. <laughs> oh yeah, so now you see that she oh. has a cane. Yep. He sings at her while she walks by. No other students are like, uh, Professor? Hey, Professor Richie. And she's walking down the hall, and he comes out of nowhere, and he's walking behind her, singing. It's essentially stalking. He's stalking her. Okay, now they show her in pottery class. Yes. She sits down and she clearly She's has been working something. on yeah. something. With some clay. Let's, I would love to see what it is. I long to see the sunlight in your hair. So when he says that line, he reaches out to touch her hair. And thankfully, some other people come to talk <laughs> to her and her. save her from Please. this weird stalker <laughs> professor. 
He walks uninvited into her ballet class singing, Hello. I think you are letting her know. And you're letting everybody know. Quite blatantly. Especially the authorities, hopefully. <laughs> I don't think you do wonder what she does, because you watch her all the time. I kind of wish her ballet moves were completely off of everyone else. <laughs> All right, we're back to the scene. Yeah. It's what I know. That acting is amazing. He's an amazing professor. <laughs> he really brings out the best. Okay, now she's at home, getting out of the shower. That's Ooh. not creepy. No. She's reading a braille book. Yep. He's just breathing into the phone. <laughs> I'm calling the cops. This is into the phone. Is it me you're looking for? And he hangs up. <laughs> you don't wonder. You're watching her. Always. Someone loves you. She puts the phone down and smiles. Yeah, well, I mean, why wouldn't you? <laughs> All right, so now he's back in the the theater class, yep. playing the piano and singing. I love you. Mr. Reynolds? Oh. Excuse me, but there's something going on in the scorecard class. Uh-oh, what can oh, it be? Oh, is it a shooter? Active shooter? <laughs> What's going on? What's happening? <laughs> is it a surprise party? Linda, right. Linda's leaving. He walks well, her a I cake. I see it so many times, but I finally think it's done. <laughs> Tell me what you think of it. Here's what she's been sculpting. <laughs> oh, it's wonderful. This is how I see you. It's a sculpture of his head, and then she touches his face. <laughs> and he sings to her. <laughs> but the sculpture looks more like a chia pet eric lasalle yes <laughs> it looks like eric lasalle it does look like eric lasalle <laughs> particularly from coming to america not the er eric lasalle but coming to america this video is insane <laughs> some of the things in the 80s just would never no, fly no. can you imagine the conversation between lionel richie and the director like, all right, Lionel, what's what's the song about? And he's like... Unrequited love. Yeah. It's, it's almost like he feels like he's not even seen by that person. Okay. Because she's blind? We'll go with that. Uh, no. <laughs> he's just like, you know, he's invisible to her. Yeah, she's blind. Yep, Got she's it. Blind. Got Let's it. roll. <laughs> My favorite part, though, is, is at the end when that dude comes in and goes, uh, Professor, something's going on in the pottery room. <laughs> But nobody else is in there. Then the guy disappears. Is it like he saw the head was like, that's creepy. That's hey, creepy. professor, you should come you check should this come out. Check this this out. is weird. And the, what's funny about that is, granted, yeah, and we were like nine, ten years old mm -hmm. when this video comes out. 
like not once did I look at this video like at that time and say, this is a little odd. This is weird. Yeah. This is inappropriate. I actually didn't remember the video. Oh, really? I remember the sculpture and how yeah. it looks really nothing like Lionel Richie. I think I've seen the sculpture since then, but I yeah. didn't know the reference. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just thought like. Which, you know, yeah. I mean, that might be the most authentic part of the video mm-hmm. is that if a blind person was going to sculpt Lionel. Lionel. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you know, you also give her they're credit. insinuating that she had never seen him. She just heard him stalking her and she just knew what he looked like. <laughs> That's the magic of this video. We don't even have to talk about the song because y'all know the song. Yeah. We just got to talk about how crazy the video oh was. God. So that was worth it in and of itself. Eight songs. This is the closer. I love Damn that because right. it's a great way to close the album. A huge song we all know, an incredible way to close the album. Mm -hmm. We like to challenge each other. If we had to remove a song, which one would it be? Mm. So Matt, Lionel is stalking you. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he's going to... Keep calling you at your home late at night. Yeah, and singing to you and then hanging up if you don't (laughs) remove a song. So if you had to, which song would you remove off Can't Slow Down? For me, it would be Love Will Find a Way. He's done calypso music on this mm-hmm. album, country, rock, pop. And to me, this is like his soft jazz song on this album. And, mm-hmm. and this one is just like the most vanilla and meh song okay. on this album. What about you? What, what song would you remove? Matt, I would take Can't Slow Down off. Mm. I think that it's a thriller ripoff. It's not a catchy song. No. Feels like a move by Lionel and the record company. <laughs> To have something to catch people in. But if you take that off and you start this album with All Night Long. And you call the album All Night Long. It would be even bigger than it was. (laughs) (laughs) And you can't see it, but Matt just pointed to the sky. That's right. Because he wanted to emphasize how how big it would be. As always, we we love engaging with listeners on. Uh, social media, Instagram and Twitter at Finest Work Songs or Facebook. And you can email us at finestworksongs at gmail.com. Who knows? Maybe we'll read your email as part of another version of Kenny Gmail. We'll be back soon with another Epipod. But until then, we hope you keep keeping it real. Yeah. Just yeah all over. night long. Is it, is it me you're looking for? Yeah. I'm stuck on you. We love you guys. Our theme song is by the incredible band Medium Heat. This track is called Radio, and you should check them out at mediumheat.bandcamp.com. They are on Facebook at Medium Heat Music.